You start an episode. Start an episode. Okay. Um, what do I say? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll start You're doing an episode. Great. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we are three episodes in, and it finally feels like Star Wars. Yeah. I agree. It's about damn time. Okay, thanks for listening. Good night. <laughs> uh, hello and welcome to the Movie Men Podcast. I'm Brady. Yeah. And that's Carl. What? <laughs> we'll get I'm there. I'm Carl and that's Brady. <laughs> we'll, we'll sort it out. We'll get there. We'll get there. It's growing pains. Um, yeah, episode three of Andor. We're here. We're reviewing it for your listening pleasure. Um mm. We're gonna spoil stuff. I mean, we haven't been we haven't been talking about that, but we are going to spoil yeah, stuff. So if you I don't know why you guys do that every once in a while, talk about like this is a spoiler episode. It, I feel like it's implied. Is it not? Well, I mean, some people do non spoiler reviews. I guess. Yeah, but but it is a, a discussion. Like it's a review that's an hour and long a talking about something, or even this this as a twenty or thirty minute episode talking about a show. You're yeah, gonna, you can't not spoil stuff. That's fair. But That's fair. Yeah. Um, Count yourself implied spoilers. Yeah. Uh, open the conversation, sir. What uh, What do you What do you think of episode three? I I it was I really enjoyed this episode. It like I said, I feel like even though we're still not on the music as much, we, it feels like Star Wars. Maybe it did just take some action to get there. Some laser blaster fire, some some a little bit more espionage spy feeling, some speeders. Yeah, the speeder really made it feel Star Warsy. Yeah, because um, it's like it's it's very similar to the uh, to the scout trooper speeder. Yeah. on Endor. Yeah, so it, yeah. it, it um, it's got that Star Wars vibe this episode. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, we get. I'm gonna I'm gonna come right out of the gate and say it. This is the best episode we've had so far. Oh, easily, yeah. I'll I'll, I'll even show my hand and like this is a this episode's total win for me. Yeah. Okay. Right, right down to like the little things, like seeing the the work. Like we've seen little bits of some of what the people on this planet are doing. Like they're grabbing their gloves. Uh, and they're going off to work and kind of like a, like miners in our world would put on their helmets and go down in the mine, except they're leaving their state, the, the base and grabbing their gloves and going out into the fields where all the down destroyed ships are and they're scrapping them. They're taking them apart. Yeah. So they're, which I was is really I was, cool to see. I really like that. Yeah. They're like old Republic ships. <clears throat> Yeah, that they're salvaging parts to use for the um, the Imperial fleet, mm-hmm. which was really yeah. really cool. Just and it so, just yeah. like it just reminds you that like in this era of Star Wars, everybody, whether you like it, like there's just so much oppression. Like everything is going towards Imperial efforts, regardless of who you are and what you think of the Empire. Like yeah. your job. If your job isn't somehow benefiting the empire, then your job is of no value. Yeah, even if the empire isn't doesn't directly have its thumb on you, it's this corporation that the 
answers to the empire that's putting yeah, the thumb on you. So you still you still don't like the empire because your boss is working for the empire. Yeah, it's it's got a hand in everything, right? Yeah. Like it's got a spoon in everyone's soup. Yeah, and they and they. I, I just I just came up with that. That was I like that. <laughs> a spoon in everyone's soup. That's good. Spoon in everyone's yeah. soup. Copyright pending. Yeah. <laughs> put it on a put it on a movie man shoot. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it. I really I really enjoyed it. Um. The. The the the, taking a part of the starships. Uh, felt like um uh the jedi order game uh not what's it called help me out here brady was it jedi order no um yeah 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 the we're talking about the with the uh not cal um cal kestis yeah yeah uh yeah jedi order (laughs) oh man well, I was fallen also order. thinking, like, yeah, Jedi yeah, Fallen, fallen Order. order. <clears throat> yeah, it felt like, because at the beginning of that game, Cal Kestis, the character you play, is working on a very similar, not the same world, but a world that's all about taking apart old battleships and uh, cruisers and other starships and re- repurposing those parts and the, the metal for uh, other things, for the Empire. So I, that 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 having played that game, seeing this world and these workers do that job, I'm just like, that's cool. Yeah, it's not, and it's I don't. It's I think that that's not the only video game tie-in that we have here. Which one am Ooh. I missing? Um, so the blaster that. Uh, oh that andor is using in this the one that we kind of we get a nice close-up shot of it because he holds it up to like yeah what's his face his head um it reminds me and i'm not gonna know the name of the blaster but it reminds me of the gun that we first see in the jedi knight games that mm-hmm. kyle could K- kyle katarn yeah katarn yeah kyle katarn uses yeah 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 um, yeah and which is like there was speculation back when Rogue One was happening that he was, um, that that character was sort of some of the inspiration for the character Cassian Andor, anyways. Hmm. Yeah. And I see some similarities. There, yeah. There's some Cal. Uh, this is kind of off track of the show, but Cal Katarn's backstory was that he was an Imperial, or off, uh, and he was an Imperial that defected but yeah aside from that yeah i could i can see that and was like force sensitive and yeah you know all those things yeah that's cool yeah yeah now um, that you say that i definitely i see the similarity yeah it's a cool I'm blaster to, i'm starting to think that all of the things in this show that we have questions about like like not I don't want to call them loose ends, but some of the things that we're having to speculate on that haven't been like cleared up for us yet, they are clearing up for us in expositional scenes. It's just all in Canary, so we don't like. Yeah, all of those characters are sitting there. They're talking about spoilers. They're talking about all this stuff, and we just don't. We don't <laughs> know what they're saying. Yeah, 
Well, I like one of the things from last episode, you were saying you were trying to speculate on what happened to the planet, and yeah. um, the the mother figure at once Cal's unconscious uh, says to her her partner that if we don't take him, the Empire is going to kill him because they're going to come here and they're going to kill everybody because they just killed that guy outside. Which still makes no sense. Well. From a timeline sucks for some under the empire, (laughs) but from a timeline standpoint, it just doesn't, it doesn't work. There should be no empire. Yeah. I guess it depends on how old, how old is Andor in this, in this show. So it's 15 years. Okay. Cause if he's, if he's, 10 in the flashbacks okay he's in his early 20s that's only a 10-year gap which means there's a, there's a 10 years unaccounted for right so the empire five, could have been be around five for years five years for, or potentially uh, some, somewhere in there yeah five to ten okay years maybe that the empire is so but then why is there a separatist ship like why why do all those guys have the separatist seal on their uniform i don't know right like i i don't know i don't know i didn't i didn't notice uh any markings on the ship or the people I, i'd have to oh yeah it. yeah they've they're clearly separatists really because the the room that young Andor is destroying looks very imperial oh yeah so I don't know. I do not know, sir. Maybe maybe they hijacked the ship or something. Maybe I'm just surprised there's still one or like the the that the, there's still separatist uniforms. Like I don't know. Anyways, doesn't matter. I, yeah. Well, um, I a, a criticism that I had of this show up until a couple hours ago when I was watching a um, sort of a online featurette was um, that unlike Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power, right? The, the amazing thing about Tolkien's world is that all of the languages, are, like there's there's canon within the languages, right? Because they're all actual written languages yes. that, that when they're saying something, it, it matters, it means something. Um, and in Star Wars, we have some, like what is the, what is the that alphabet that everyone- Arabesh, I believe. Is it Arabesh? Y- Arabesh, yeah, right. So there's that, and you know, you can. There are people out there who can translate that because they have no lives. Yeah, um, Arabesh. But I wish I was one of them. <laughs> like it's genuinely, a, I wish I had hard, that skill. It's not a hard language to translate. It's um because there's different. Like each each symbol ref- is referenced to an exact to our alphabet. Yeah. So and yeah, our, I mean, letters c- and numbers. certainly that makes it easier. But um, so it's a simple translation. But yeah, it, it takes take it would take some work. <laughs> but so then, when it comes to things like Canary or any of these other <laughs> languages that people are speaking, it something about that compared to um, Lord of the Rings just felt lazy to me, right? Because you can hop on screen, you know, you could be like, oh, okay, they're going to speak this language called Canary. Right, and the guy looks at the script and he goes, "Booga da booga da booga da booga da." <laughs> it's just gibberish, and it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, and it, so there's no. However, the woman that plays 
uh, Marva, the mother. Yeah. Uh, Martha Andor. She said that Canari is a language that they wrote for the show. And a language that the kid actors, the Canari children, had to learn. Hmm. And so it it is all, you know, like there is right. substance there. I wonder but, how fleshed out that is, though. I don't know. But that specifically, the adults in those scenes, like Marva and Clem, that language and, and learning what those that dialogue was, was kept from them. So in that scene, when when they interact on that ship, and Andor is you know spouting off stuff in his native tongue to Marva and Clem, they have Andor knows what it is. the The child actor knows what it is that he's communicating in that scene, right? And the adults don't. They have no idea what's being said. Yeah, that's cool. I thought that was really cool. And that was a big redeeming thing for me. I was like, oh, wow, okay. You've yeah. put some work into this. That's like I don't that's know. like one of those things that some directors and actors will do where they'll purposely mistreat another actor so that they're more scared of them when the film's rolling. Or they won't, they won't uh, let them, they won't hang around set so that they see them less. Or Yeah, so they did that in... Um, in the Stephen King It movies, right? So the first time that, that you know, on screen that the children see Pennywise was the first time that those children saw Pennywise <clears throat> in the yeah. makeup and the, right? They kept them separate, so. Yeah, which is pretty cool. That like, is very cool. Get genuine reactions. Mm-hmm. Um, it, really, the meat and potatoes of this episode is the conversation between Luthen and Cassie. <sighs> That was I loved that scene so much. Everything about it is yeah. so good. Uh, and the other, th- the, yeah, right, right from from the fact that we 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 already know that Andor at this point is a very capable individual. He can take care of himself. He knows how to watch his back. He knows how to get what he needs and what he wants. But then we see Luthen like just up the game on him, like. When, when did you when did when did you set explosives up? Like I, yeah. I, I was Rule here. Two. I was I was here. I know make long before anybody else was. I made sure. <laughs> yeah. Rule number two: build your exit on on your way in. Yeah. And yeah. then um, the the dialogue, the answer to Luthen's question about how did you get this imperial star chart tracker thing? It's some it's something to do with tracking spaceships yeah or starship routes and cassian's response of just like they're so arrogant you can just they they have no concept of somebody just thinking they can walk in and get what the take something yeah they can't imagine it they can't yeah. imagine that someone would their walk into their home so because they're so fat and satisfied yeah he says it, that that whole conversation was great which I think that's the moment where it it confirms for Luthen. Like, if Luthen had any doubts about Andor, that sealed the deal. That was that was the moment. That was yeah. the line that Luthen knew. This is the guy I want. Yeah, 
Because uh, like, I don't and, think and like he wasn't even interested in the box. He was interested. No, he doesn't in give two shits about the box. Forget the box. Yeah, the box is yeah, useless. He, but yeah, he wants to someone Andor who the table. Yeah, he wants someone capable of stealing such a box. Yeah, he yeah. wants a, he wants a capable spy. Yeah, and then we get the gunfights, the blaster battle, which, as we said, that really you know made it feel more like star wars mm-hmm. and then the speeder fake out that yeah, that was great do you have any more of that those was charges so good. yeah that was so good yeah well and the Man. the town rebelling kind of um not Everyone directly those. confronting with them but like yeah we are we're not going to help you and, no, and Andor's buddy those, chaining up the starship, and <laughs> yeah, doing their whole like banging on the 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 metal everywhere, right? Yeah, to, letting like, everybody know what's going on, not to help, but to get out. of Yeah, the way which safely. was like a very like you know five zero take off <laughs> kind of like yeah. feel. Um, yeah, but I, yeah. I was thinking like that's that's ballsy because yeah. like th- if I were that security team, if I was Primo. I that would piss me off. Oh, they were so they were so scared. Oh like yeah, Cyril was just like before he like from his right from his standing in front of the men trying to give a speech. He was like, all of a sudden he's out of his element. Yeah, and we and he he's not that capable person. He's got the confidence, but not the capability. And it yeah. just kind of his capability quickly diminishes as the episode goes on. And he just becomes well, less and less. <laughs> and all capable. of the things, all of the emotions on his face after the speeder explodes and kills so many of his guys. Mm-hmm. And he just realizes like that his ambition, this pursuit is costing lives, which I don't think will slow him down or stop him in the long run. But also got me so much more excited because now it's not just like a defying an order the chief inspector is going to come back and there's like 30 dead soldiers and yeah. like, Oh, this guy is in so much hot water. Yeah. It's, I can't wait. Yeah. I, I still think he's going to get promoted. I think this yeah, whole, you think so? yeah, I think, uh, because he's kind of rooted out a resistance and something that the empire f- actually fears and wants to stamp out. He's going to be rewarded like his boss will come back, but then that guy's boss from the empire, whoever he answers to in the empire will come with him hearing about mm-hmm. what's happened and his boss will, my, my, my mind theory is that he'll, his boss will try and reprimand him, but the empire, somebody from the empire will step in and promote him. You asked me who I thought we might see. Yes. This could be an opportunity for us to see Tarkin again. Yeah. Tarkin would be cool. Uh, and would fit like fits timeline wise and plot wise. And uh, what's the general's name from rogue one? Oh, I don't know. Creepy. Yeah. Um, the guy that wears the white, the white uniform. Yeah. Yeah. Or even like anyway, like, you know, or like a lesser, a lesser prominent officer from the original trilogy, right? Like Udina. 
Mm. Right? Like, all of that is totally plausible. Totally plausible. Yeah. I don't know. I hope we get some cameos. One of my big griefs about Obi-Wan, I had many, <laughs> but one of my big ones... And and it totally would have been fan service, but it wouldn't that you wouldn't have had to have shoehorned it in. Like it would, it makes sense. I wanted to see Palpatine so bad. Yeah, that would be. Because mm. it's he's not so just high like, on the ladder, though. Yeah, like, but he's the one that wants the Jedi exterminated. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like. Mm. man yeah even just a hologram conversation like a comms conversation did he not show up in obi-wan i feel like he did no 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 trust me he's my favorite star wars character there's a there's a comic panel or something where he where darth vader does something uh and he's kind of like i wonder if your feelings on this are accurate and kind of um yeah, what is that from? It's not from Obi-Wan. I th- I'm pretty sure it's from a Darth Vader comic from the new Marvel run. I wonder if your feelings about your old master are clouding your... Yeah. Huh. Anyway. Anyways. You've got a lot of screaming going on there. Should we wrap this up? Yeah, sure. All uh, right, so was this episode a win or a fail for you? This episode was a win for me all win completely i think uh they intentionally released all three because they knew it that it would take three episodes for this show to take off um and that yeah so they're 30 minutes they're not long to get through they figured they knew the first two weren't going to hit home it would take the till the third episode to really people to really sink their teeth into it and i think they did intentionally and i think that was very smart (laughs) because i think so too. i'm I'm now bought into andor i think the character is really cool and uh he's worth this worth following on this journey now yeah i yeah it was a total win for me i am now very excited i'm now counting the days Mm -hmm. until the next episode comes out yeah i'm looking forward to it yeah cool wrap this up sir uh if you don't already like follow and subscribe to all our social media stuff and check out patreon to support and get some really cool bonus features and uh things to do interact with us and uh what did i miss brady uh merch patreon Uh, i mentioned patreon merch yeah merch there's cool merch yeah, I got a really cool yeah. T-shirt from Pete the other day. Oh, really? Yeah, green baseball tee. Yeah. Oh, a movie man one. Yes, it was my Patreon supporter uh, reward for oh. signing up on Patreon. So if you want Wicked. some free merch, I guess it's not free, but if you support, we send you something. Apparently. <laughs> Sweet, apparently. Uh, and uh, interact with us. Let yeah. us know what you thought about episode three. Yeah. Do you, are you bought yeah. in? Are you bought? Are you bought in? Is that are grammatically? Are you bought into Andor? Have you bought yeah. into Andor? That works. Are you a shareholder? 
did you like it? Will you I, continue I to watch? Do you cool. think that our guy that whose name we can't remember <laughs> will get a raise <laughs> or fired? <laughs> oh, I think he's going to get executed. I hope he gets executed, man. Yeah.